0: Louis Erickson has agreed to a six year deal with Vancouver Canucks. With the fifth from the London Knights, O.A.U. Levy.
1: Yo, what up, sports fans? My name is Aaron Warner, and with me is Stefan Heck. We are I Hate This Team. This is a podcast about the fucking Vancouver Canucks. Yes. Uh, Stefan,
0: what's up? Well, you know, it's... <laughs> I guess not too much Canucks-related has really happened the past... Uh, you know, a few days, but the Silov stuff is positive. Milikit,
1: so I... There's the Silov stuff. There's yeah. Ethan Bear got hurt. Uh, there's yeah. more speculation. I So, you know, it's pretty, pretty bummer podcast talking about the Canucks all the time. But the the misses and I kind of are yeah. like, you know, three to five year plan once I get my, my journeyman ticket yeah. is to move back to B.C.,
0: just oh, where wonderful. I'm from originally, to, to the Vancouver area or to the that's, island, or I—that's
1: what I'm trying to figure out. So yesterday, I was—you're getting out of there
0: as soon as John Cullen gets to Calgary, huh? basically. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. chasing me out.
1: No, we'll have uh, <laughs> uh, we'll have another good two and a half, three years, and, and you never know what's going to happen. But that's yeah. like where all my family is, and the girlfriend has family out there too. So, and it's just like nicer. There's, yeah, we're recording this the day of the uh, the Alberta provincial election. Right. Which uh the NDP, which is they're they're the progressive conservatives at this point. Yeah. But <laughs> you you're they're probably further right than the than the BC liberals are. Yeah. Um so I had to like go plug my nose and vote for them because uh the the United Conservative Party, the U C P are is,
0: like psychos. They're but...
1: so yeah, they're like threatening to bring in like proper privatized healthcare and oh. uh there's like a Quote that's been going around in all the attack ads that their leader Danielle Smith is like, why should it uh, it be free for you to just to go to a regular checkup with your doctor? Jesus um, Christ, real psycho stuff. Yeah, she was saying yeah. like the cops that enforced uh, COVID restrictions could be like thrown in jail, and she's like toned it down a whole lot like yeah. in the election now, and she's like, yeah, well, it was a, it was a tough time for everyone, but like I just don't want to live in this place like politically.
0: Yeah, but that makes sense.
1: What's almost as depressing uh as the Vancouver Canucks is uh, how much houses cost now in the Okanagan. Dude, uh
0: yeah, it's <laughs> It's I it's mean, real we're, bad. <laughs> we're like looking at apartments and we've we been for the past like little while and it's just like it's, it's like we're not if we lived in Vancouver it would end up being like down by like the river district basically, which is like so far away from anything and like most likely we'd be out in like new west or like port moody or something which is like fine but it's like i would like to live in the city i grew up in yeah
1: like i i guess for me it's because like i have a half duplex now um and i don't really want to live in a condo or an apartment it feels like a step back which is yeah really what you'd have to do if you wanted to own in in the greater vancouver area right like that's the thing yeah like the, like,
0: the, the best we could do would be like like maybe a three bedroom apartment, but it would be like an older apartment and it would be way out. in who, who knows where? Yeah. Like even to,
1: even to get like a place in Abbotsford, man. Yeah. Like for, I think like a duplex there is running six, 700 K. It's wild. And like, so, but there's a lot of work in Vancouver and stuff and there's quite a bit of work in Kelowna, but that's almost just as bad. Everyone's had the same idea as me. And like, you can't yeah. really get a house there for like under 600. So then yeah. you're looking at like Salmon Arm, Vernon, which are nice places. I enjoy them a bit smaller, yeah. but like, especially Vernon, I can get on board with nice lake. There's a couple good places to eat. Like, yeah, whatever. Fair enough. Drive. Uh, No real job postings for electrical work, especially not commercial. So
0: kind what of about uh,
1: what about the Sunshine Coast? Ooh, that'd be good. I was, that could be Dunk, nice, Duncan, BC. It's like similar. It's like five hundred for a house. Yeah. Um, Chilliwack. That's another one because would be like closer not, to Vancouver. It's not that
0: like, far. And so it's, it like is ninety minutes, two hours. It's really, it's really quite beautiful out there. Yeah, you're right by. Um, there are some like big, big like, I guess you'd call the mountains out. Like, but there's, there's, it's a very cool looking area. It's a big like valley. Yeah, like my, um, uh, me, Nan lived yeah. there.
1: My, my grandmother. So like we went out there a bunch as like kids and stuff, and I like well two things. I remember it being beautiful and I remember it smelling like cow shit. Yeah. And I mean I could probably I could get on board with the second one. Yeah. Um, hope yeah, would be nice too, to that, but even like
0: Hope's really expensive now, right? Yeah. Well we used to live um sort of like the Strathcona area. And it was like it was nice and it was a nice apartment, but it was like super tiny. And also, um, there's like a chicken slaughterhouse and a fat rendering like Ew. place like pretty close by. And depending on the prevailing winds that day, you, would, oh, you yeah. get hit by both of them at once. And it was just like so disgusting. Well, the, the good
1: news is if you want to move, if, if any uh, like journeyman electricians in Western Canada are listening to this, if yeah. you want to move to Prince George, there's like a plant or something that's offering 60 bucks an hour. But you have to live in Prince George. And then Prince Rupert's offering 50 bucks an hour, which is also like a good journeyman rate. Um, I
0: feel like Prince Rupert is even worse than Prince George. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. No, because it's like smaller. And like I think it's because you can't just drive from Prince Rupert down to the like down the coast. You have to like drive through Terrace into Prince George, then down through Quennell, down through Williams Lake. Is
0: is Prince Rupert like pretty close to Alaska? Or is it like like, it's
1: it's like uh, halfway up. Okay. Yeah. It's like the big port in like northern BC,
0: but it's probably on like the same like yeah. parallel as PG. Yeah. We went to, we went to the Sunshine Coast last year for like a weekend just to mm-hmm. like get away. And like it's so, we went in like the, we went kind of like late fall, early winter. Um, cause it was like super cheap and it was still yeah. really, really nice. Um, very cool. There's lots of like little towns like up and down the coast there. I know like Seashelt is, is nice from what mm-hmm. I've heard. Um, but they're just like, they're really so isolated is the thing. Like I, I have, I I knew my former, my old job, my former coworker, uh, lived in, I think Roberts Creek, which is just like North of, of Gibson's. Mm -hmm. And during like the atmospheric river, they were just like cut off for like four or five days from like, God damn.
1: So that probably makes like general cost of living like quite high as well. So I remember I I like, I went to Smithers for a wedding and, uh, a stick of deodorant was like seven bucks, which is like also what it is at Save on Foods now. But <laughs> yeah, uh, this was in like 2017, so it was yeah. absurd at the time. It's probably so like imagine like yeah, nah. yeah. Well, the cheapest place I can find on the Sunshine Coast is like uh, six hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars for two bed, two bath, and uh, a okay. thousand square feet. Okay, uh, probably not in the cards. <laughs> as beautiful <laughs> as it looks, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the Vancouver Canucks. The
0: Vancouver Canucks. Uh, yeah.
1: okay, here, here we go. Um, uh, what, what also might be expensive is, uh, getting a third line center for the Vancouver Canucks. That's folks. a really good
0: segue. Thank, Thank you. That was a very good segue. Uh,
1: I'm still Sean Monahan, baby. Yeah. Cause I feel like he might go for somewhat cheaper. Yeah. Maybe, as like a reclamation right? project. Yeah. Like, like, like. Bargain on the dollar or whatever. Yeah. Apparently, he might not be ready until like
0: He's midway through I the think, season. Right? Which God, I'm just I'm just looking at his cap hit from this year. That's so crazy. I'm looking yeah. at T- Taves' cap hit too. That is oh yeah, man. Taves is
1: making ten and a half
0: million against that's the cap. Fucking crazy. man. Sheesh. God damn. Um. Yeah. So I, I assume we're on the same. I'm on the spot track page right now or whatever, uh, which has a, a list of all the yes. free agents. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's where I'm at. Very very useful. Um. I like for the ages, it does like decimal points too. It'll be like Sean <laughs> Mahan is 28.6 years old right now. Like I can like, I guess I can sort of picture what that means, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a, it's not a great third line center crop. I guess a guy that I would look at maybe, and this is just maybe from counting stats sort of, and but um, Pius Suter, I think I've yeah. sort of heard good things about he-
1: He's going to be expensive,
0: though, isn't he? He'll end up being overpriced. Anyway. Yeah, it's
1: going to be, like, really overpriced. Like, that would be a good option, but, I mean, he was making 3.25, and I assume he's yeah. going to get a raise. So, like, probably true, like, value is, like, 4, 4.5, but then, I like, know. the yeah. Canucks don't have that space, and if they're to make it, like, probably not worth the, the pain in order to get Pius Suter, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm just like looking at guys basically like under thirty here and it's not it's not looking too good, you know? So Pius Suter's the youngest, then you have Ryan Donato, who maybe wouldn't be too bad actually. He had fourteen goals, thirteen assists. I mean, not great, obviously, yeah, but like I don't
1: have any opinions about him.
0: Yeah. Teddy uh, Luger would be all right. I I wouldn't mind him. Um, Danton Heinen is a local boy, and that's someone who's been kind of rumored to to come to the Canucks for a long time. I think he was rumored in a Vertanen trade a couple years ago. Okay. Um. So I I don't know. I mean, I think I think there's a there's certainly a few options. Um, Uh, What's a like? Let's see here. I mean, Barbashev I think is going to be overpriced, which we've discussed before. JT Comfort is going to be overpriced. Interesting. Yeah, he he looked okay with Edmonton, but I think, hey, hey Tyler Mott. Yeah. <laughs> <got> Tyler Mott.
1: <laughs> uh, I just think, like, Bukestad would probably be an improvement over Nils Altman, right? As I, a, yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah. As a 3C. So, yeah. like, just adding more depth there. Like, yeah. I think, really, um, this is a point that I heard Durant bring up earlier, and I think he's right. The best, like option for a three C is to uh, draft one. Yeah. And they're like, they're they're probably not going to be available like next season. Yeah. The year after the year after that, like you could have your
0: own like Wyatt Johnston, right? Yeah. And also don't, don't when they say, when he says draft one, what he means is don't draft a guy presuming he is going to be a third line center draft a guy, presuming he will be a first line center who becomes a third line center. You know what I mean? Like, like draft like man that's something that i mean i think every team does it where they'll draft a guy and be like yeah i think he could top out as like a as like a fourth line winger you know <laughs> like a like a six seventh defenseman and it's like no you swing for the fences every single pick if you can and and you know worst case scenario that guy becomes a fourth liner right like
1: yeah well that's the whole like if Nate Danielson's there thing right like yeah they he has a very well rounded game but maybe yeah. not like first line center game. So then are you better off, uh, like not going for him? Like, are you better but, off like going for the guy that looks like more of a sure thing? Or would you like, yeah, r- rather roll the dice? I'm more of a dice roller. Um, yeah. there was like a really interesting thing. We we're talking about this, like before we like went up w- the, before the mics were hot folks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a really great article in the athletic, uh, where beat writers for the 16 teams that know their draft position, uh, they asked questions and like Corey Pronman and and uh, Scott Wheeler. Yes, uh, yes, Pronman and Wheeler answered them. Yeah, and there was a really interesting question from the Calgary Flames beat writer saying, "Uh, the Flames are in best pick available territory at 16. Considering how loaded this draft class is supposed to be, how likely is it that a Ford like Colby Barlow or Nate Danielson falls to them at that spot?" And I thought what Wheeler said was really interesting, which is mm-hmm. more and more I think the expectation that two or three of Reinbacher, um, Sandine Pelicar, or Will Lander will be gone by sixteen. Yeah. With then eight of Bedard, Fentilli, Mitchkoff, Carlson, Will Smith, um, Dvorsky, Ryan Leonard, and Zach Benson gone at Ford. So if that's the case, then you'd have a Barlow, Danielson, uh, Gabe Perot, Oliver Moore, Brandon Jager, etc. Yeah. Well, But uh, take out the pick 16. Take five names off of that. There's going to be a really good center available unless they're only drafting centers, in which case you can get Reinbacher or whatever. Right. Or you're going to be able to get like uh, uh, Zach Benson, which like I would love to go for the talent there that, right
0: that would be great that would be so good I mean yeah Ryan leonard Oliver moore those those are the types of guys who seem like they could maybe fall like i
1: I uh, love the idea of Oliver Moore from everything that I've read
0: he's just so like, f- I was watching just the fact fact some, that he's like um, so
1: fast right
0: yeah I was watching some clips of him and he's such a good skater he's so good and like I think you look at him he he was on the uh on the us development team right yeah and uh he was on the second line and like Obviously, there's a huge points drop there from the first line because the first line, I believe, is Will Smith, Ryan Leonard, and um, and Perot. Mm -hmm. And they were they were just like disgusting, right? Like Perot had let me uh, Perot had 132 points, Uh, Leonard had 93 points, and Will Smith had 126 points. Yeah, and then more. That's fucking fucking nuts.
1: This isn't about sixty games, give or take. Yeah, the so,
0: so you look at that and you're like, ah, the counting stats, but you know, he's not getting as much power play time. He's not getting as much ice time. He's, he doesn't, mm-hmm. he's not playing with as good players. Right. So, and yeah. that's why someone even like, like, um, God, what's his name? Callum Ritchie, where he played on a really shitty OHL team. Yeah. And he was like, I think just a point. Yeah. 59 points in 59 games. Right. Which is like not, well, it's, you know, that's not, but he's a six 185 pound center. Um, I'd and, probably be bummed uh, if they picked him at eleven. Oh yeah, at, at eleven, I don't think I would. I would pick him, but it's like if if they trade down or something, right? If, yeah, if they, if they do the trade with Chicago and they're at nineteen, like I wouldn't necessarily be against that. Like I, uh, I don't know. It seems like Willander is like I'm looking at McKean's rankings right now, and they have Willander uh-huh. at twenty four. He's risen a lot lately. He's though. risen a lot, though. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's and apparently it's, he's
1: a really nice skater. Already yeah. playing with men. Blah blah blah.
0: The other guy that I'm sort of interested in is um, the the big Russian, um, Simishev. Simishev. Yeah. McKean's yeah. has him at,
1: uh, at nine, I think. Um, uh, the the elite prospects like
0: um, consolidated. Oh yeah. no no
1: this is the elite. Am I in consolidated?
0: they they're, If it's just their rankings, they they have some rankings. No, I wouldn't say they're out there, but no, they definitely was, have some unique rankings. It, it
1: was theirs for March, and they had them at nah, ten. Okay, they had them, going, they had them at ten. Well, uh, actually, above Reinbacher, according to Lee Prospects, man. Oh, anyways, I have you thought more about the uh, the trade down with Chicago? Buzz anyone that hasn't heard it? There is this rumor idea floated by a Chicago beat writer saying that Chicago wants to move up to get more high end talent. So perhaps they could trade with the 19th pick to Vancouver uh, along with a second round pick. And they would also take some like a cap dump back, like a, I, I, a Besser or a Garland, et cetera. I, if
0: it's, if it's Garland, I don't, it's, they're going to lose that trade. I think if it's Besser, they're, it's going to look like they lose that trade. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. 11th overall in this draft, to me, seems like it's comparable to like a top six or seven pick in the past yeah. couple drafts. And it's like, I, I just don't know if you're, you're not going to get the value back necessarily. Like this is this is not your average draft. I, mean, like, I know it's hard to it's hard to predict, obviously, but this draft looks so deep and so good. And I just really don't see it like unless you're getting rid, unless you're somehow getting rid of OEL. Which you're not.
1: Yeah, it's like to what end are you doing it? Like, are you doing it to clear up five million in cap space to get what's his name from Detroit, uh, pre, PS Suter? Right. Like, yeah. At, at that point, like, no, that's just like a really quick stopgap solution. And if you want to like actually build a contender, just
0: chill for a minute. You know. I I yeah. I'm not in. I mean. The problem is the team as a whole, like the management and definitely ownership, they're in a rush to to get... Oh, and, yeah. No, there's
1: never I, been a shortcut the Canucks won't take.
0: For sure. But I also, I mean, I do understand when when you have Pedersen, when you have Hughes, and they're in their primes, and you have Demko, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you, you, you probably, well, you, okay, you should be in a position where going for it makes sense. And unfortunately, they're not because they've completely fucked things up. But, yeah, <laughs> and 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 we've talked about this on the previous episode, and and this is something that comes up every single year. Basically, it's like, yeah, I can see the Canucks making the playoffs if every single thing breaks right for them, right? Yeah, and I'm so tired of thinking that way yeah, and saying is,
1: that, especially because it's not going to break right for them, you know?
0: No, 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 so. absolutely, absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it, yeah. So I guess. Ugh. But then again, at the same time, I like I don't want to see them just run it back with the same shitty team. So like, yeah, if they're I don't know if they're trading the pick. Like I've said before, I just I hope it's for a big swing and Dick. We're gonna get Dubois or whoever, right? Yeah, uh, something that's gonna like make me excited and be like a fun dumb thing to talk about. Not like they're trading down and then they're gonna you know use it to sign. Go after Aho. I mean, yeah, maybe Carolina swings
0: it. for the fences. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why they would get rid of Ajo. Yeah, I don't see,
1: Ajo just makes so little sense to me as to why,
0: like. He makes sense as like the type of player that Canucks would target. Like, oh, he's, yeah, he's very course, skilled. He's obviously incredible, but like, I don't know why Carolina would get rid of him. But then the thing to keep in mind that I brought up before is that he has signed an offer sheet before to yeah, get out of and, Carolina. And, and I mean, so.
1: Carolina is also Carolina, right? So they yeah. have their like internal this is what a player's worth structure. They're really yeah. hesitant to sign players into their thirties. Um,
0: and I, I also with Carolina, it's like, people are like, ah, oh, like they, they need to like make a big trade or whatever. And it's like, well, do they like, maybe they just need Svechnikov to be healthy. Right. And then they will be, yeah, fine.
1: maybe they can it, resign.
0: Uh, what's his name? Um, I, I mean, they're not a team that is, it's Petru. not like Toronto. It's not like Toronto, right? Like this yeah. is a team that has gone to the conference finals. This is a team that has looked good and is like, they're, obviously, they're a young team, to, you know, to an extent, and they they could run the exact same team back next year with a healthy Svechnikov and win the cup. Like, I would not be shocked if that happened, right? Yeah. Um. So I, I I mean, that's the problem. I mean, I guess that is just the problem with hockey is that it's so. I mean, the playoffs are so random. It's not a big enough sample size, right? Yeah. So it's so tough to glean lessons from it, and unfortunately, the majority of the GMs in this league. Love gleaning lessons <laughs> from small sample sizes. Uh, they love nothing more than that. God. So. Do, you, do you want to feel real depressed? Uh, sh- sure.
1: The, uh, <laughs> the Carolina Hurricanes have a draft surplus uh, oh, yeah. uh, this year and yeah. next year. Yeah, They, of have, they yeah. have nine picks this year, uh, including Vancouver's fifth. And then they have uh, <sighs> eight next year, including Philadelphia's second.
0: How the fuck did they was that?
1: That was the the uh Tony D'Angelo trade. Oh my
0: god. Yeah Holy yeah, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. I forgot about that trade. Oh my god. Oh, they they man. received
1: a <laughs> second, a third, and a fourth. Um that's incredible. For Tony D'Angelo. God Signing him, dude. Like, he wasn't even signed, right? Like, yeah, it was to...
0: That's so funny. God damn, dude. I mean look, like I said, the hope that I hold out for this offseason is that the fact that the Canucks were targeting
1: a um, stupid
0: team, a very stupid team in um yeah. in Pittsburgh when Hextall was the GM. They were targeting one of the stupidest GMs in league history. If you if you've read the behind the scenes articles about this guy, he's a, obviously a total moron. Yeah, and the fact that Alvin was targeting him that bodes well, I think. Um, yeah, and and the fact that they were just trying to get rid of um, of Miller. And and get out of it while they still can is a good sign, and I and I wouldn't be shocked if that's like a big trade at the draft, right? Like like I I don't there's no smoke right now, but there's, there's there, was the, there was the there was <laughs> oh I mean it's gonna get it's gonna get crazy, but there was like the Lindholm to Calgary or uh, to Columbus for third overall, like Lindholm plus or or whatever, right? And like I mean I don't see we discussed this before. I don't see why Miller couldn't. Like, Columbus would love a player with term, right? Yeah. They'd love a local boy. Miller is still good for the next couple of years. Columbus, I think, is primed to, like, bounce back next year. It's not like they're going to be worse than this They've obviously year, right? been, like, excuse me, like, going for it,
1: right? Yeah. Like, with the signing of um, Goudreau and with the, yeah. the Patrick Alane, like, re-signing, etc. Yeah. so So, yeah, I think they'd be a good destination. I think, also, speaking of Philly, they could be a very interesting team to try and trade with. Not that I necessarily think Danny Breer is stupid, but he's a new GM. Yeah. And they've also made like a lot of noise about rebuilding. Like they've been using the rebuild word. Yeah. Um, So like, I don't know. Can you get like a Provorov
0: Add another homophobe to the team? God, that would be, (laughs) I mean, I think if you're looking at Philadelphia, I, I mean, I don't know who they have that the the Canucks would really
1: Kevin target. Hayes I know
0: Oh god with retention. I know the, there's rumors this has nothing to do with the Canucks but there's rumors that they're looking at maybe trading someone like Carter Hart um but I just don't there's no one really on the on the Flyers that makes sense for the Canucks like I don't know well yeah like I'm just looking at their roster right now like it it's just it's a real bad yeah. roster. It's a not a good roster. I don't know what they're going to do. I just man, that is oh man, Ristolainen and the D'Angelo. Ristolainen that's thing such is so a bad funny. defense. God damn, what a bad team. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. God, <laughs>
1: they. Oh my god. That, that. So yeah, they have D'Angelo next year
0: at five million. Yeah. Still, what an awful trade. Yeah, I mean there are. There are... It's close. I think the Flyers are in a worse situation than the Canucks. But the thing is... Yeah,
1: I'd say so. They don't have Hughes and they don't have Pedersen. The,
0: the thing is, there's a chance that they will maybe rebuild. Like, we don't know. But there is still a chance they'll rebuild. With the Canucks, there's not a chance they're going to rebuild. Uh, they'll do a retool. They're working on the retool. Maybe the retool involves them trading Miller. But I, I don't... Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to be... I've I've... I've been trying to be more positive about the Canucks, and it's so so difficult. I, like, I, I mean, you saw the Canucks Army article today.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we Which, should have uh, segued into with a lot of money is uh, is the Ryan I, O'Reilly Canucks Army article. I,
0: I sort, I get, like, I get the general, I get the tone of the article. Like, I, I understand Ryan O'Reilly is, you know, he has some pedigree. I think he's like a good like leader on the ice, I guess, yeah. presumably. But like. I just so it, the article is basically saying the Canucks should offer a Matt Sundin like short term contract to Ryan O'Reilly.
1: Oh uh, yeah, with all of the uh, cap space that they have, the, like they well, had when they did the Sundin trade. They sort of, they sort of or in the article signing. they hand
0: wave it away. They're like, well, you know, in conclusion, it would be cool if they signed him to like a big two year deal for a lot of money, but they don't have cap space, so they have to fix that first, and they don't really say how they would fix it. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not. Going to happen. Listen, I understand you gotta pump
1: articles out. That's the business. Sure.
0: Yeah, um, I, I get it, and I, and I I'm sort of get the feeling that that was maybe written to get quote tweeted. And if, if yeah, you, yeah, yeah, if it was written in, in that way, well done. Yeah, because I did quote tweet it. But <laughs> I mean, it's it's just one of those. Like I just don't know how you can. I know you're saying it's like a short term contract, and the Sun deal was like a a great move by Gillis. It was a great yeah. gamble. It paid off. It. It helped with players like Kessler and the Sedins and, and, you know, but the Canucks at that point were in a situation where they were kind of on the upswing. Right. And yeah, like I,
1: I like the spirit of that deal. And that was something that I was, I was kind of calling for before we had a podcast last off season. Like I was really interested in the potential of Malkin signing like a two year contract with the Canucks to help usher in, and then also, like, he's still good on ice, and there's the yeah. connection with Rutherford, blah, 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 blah. Like, I thought something like that would be really interesting. I just don't think that, like, Ryan O'Reilly is that guy necessarily. No, like, no. I don't think he was like,
0: very good with Toronto. No, like, I've he had heard. a couple of
1: clutch goals or whatever, but I think he was noticeably slow. Yeah. And it just it doesn't really fit into what I think the Canucks need right now. Yeah. Um. And then, obviously, there's no cap space for it. So, yeah. That, and then the, last, the other thing about this UFA class is, like, I was also thinking the same thing with, like, Claude Giroux, even though he clearly wanted to go to Ottawa for... Yeah. I guess that's where he's from or whatever. But, like, yeah, it's not like you're signing Patrice Bergeron, right? <laughs> like yeah. there's no... Big name leaders been at the top of the game for a long time that can show like this is how you're gonna get to be at the top of the game as well, right? Like it's yeah, yeah, uh, uh <laughs> not great. What, what is pretty great though, Arter Sealops,
0: folks, that's been very positive tournament, that's been very cool MVP. MVP. as a bronze medalist, yeah, it shows you how good he was.
1: And I mean, he absolutely robbed Sweden in, yeah. um, the. I guess it wasn't semifinal, but the quarterfinal, right? Yeah. Like 40 shots to 15 and Latvia wins three, one, like goddamn, that Latvia made it like a national holiday today.
0: And they were like partying in the streets of Riga. It looks so lit. Oh, it looked great. I mean, that's, I love when like a smaller country like that wins a medal for the first time. Totally. And it's, like, such a huge... Like, because the Canada does not give a shit about the World Championship. No. Like they, Canada won. I don't I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, I couldn't care I, less. I, like, I, I've i kind of even... St- I've stopped caring about, like, the World Juniors, and, like, I think the only na- international thing I would care about now would be the Olympics. If yeah. They, if uh, if, they, had an, if they had NHL players. Any yeah. sort of
1: best-on-best best, I would be, like, I, I would here be in, for. It's, for sure. Yeah. It's criminal when, that we haven't got to see, like, the Jack Hughes, Austin Matthews, Jack Eichel american oh, team take
0: on the uh mckinnon David, mcdavid and cross get crosby in there for one last one yeah, like, god it'd be so sick so much fun and hopefully we get to see, i mean when is the next winter olympics is it i don't know is it the wait fuck is it so, next it's not, year or is it 2026? no 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 it's like
1: a couple of years from now isn't it
0: let's say 2026 maybe yeah it, it is because last, in, they just uh, had one last year right yeah, they. Yeah, which I or didn't they pay like, attention to at all.
1: <laughs> no, and they had, who was it, like, uh, Double D, uh, Devin Dubnik was, like, coming out of retirement to, like, oh, yeah. try and make the team or whatever, and it yeah. was, like, led by Mason Marchment. I don't think Double D ended up going. Yeah. Um, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Uh yeah, but what do you think we should do with Silovs? We. What do you think the Canucks should do with
0: Silovs heading into next year? I sort of think they should keep him in the minors. Yeah. And and just let him like marinate down there, you know? Like give him give him like as many starts as possible in the minors, right? And I I I mean that makes sense to me, I think, just to keep him down there and and then next year bring him in as the uh as the backup, right? That's that's what I think personally. Um but I don't know. It's I I I,
1: <laughs> I would love to see like an actual split. Yeah. Right? Cuz presumably you want the Canucks to get in the playoffs and then like once you're there do well, right? Yes. And I think Demko hasn't played was it more than 55 starts in a season like he obviously wants to be a workhorse goalie and is like very 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 good at the top of his game but last season he got hurt after being ridden during the boudreaux bump obviously this year he was hurt as well and so i think it would be fucking awesome you're not going to see like a 40 40 split but if you can like commit to getting silov's 35 games in the nhl yeah, and you know Demko's playing like fifty five or like
0: whatever. That would like piss Demko off probably because he seems like the type. of... Yeah, especially like, after it, the year he had, like he would want to play as many games as possible. It, yeah, which...
1: and, and like that's that's it, right? Like they're going to be they're NHL players. They're going to be like hyper competitive. They want to play every game. Yeah. But it's just like, are you as an organization? Do you have the the fortitude to be like, listen, brother, and like you bring Ian Clark into it as well? Yeah, and say, hey. We want you to be the best that you can be. We want you to be the best in the playoffs. Uh, we think what's going to be best for the team is to. Ha- you're still our starter. Don't get us wrong. Like come yeah. playoff time, you're number one, but you're only going to play two out of three games,
0: right? Like, yeah. I mean, I I, I think Silov seems like he's definitely good enough, but I, I just I, it seems like to me what makes the most sense would be to just go like, hey. The, you know, this is your team, like in in the minors. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is, yeah, yeah.
1: Because, like, I guess that is another thing. Like, I know Silov's lost a lot of game time with yeah. COVID and whatever, so he's only played like I think it was seventy three games in the last. He, uh, he's like, three play, years, yeah, that's the thing. Like, like last
0: year, he played a decent amount of games for the first time in like three years or whatever, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I I do think. I, I can see the argument for, because for, he's like, it seems like he's good enough for the NHL right now,
1: right? Oh, yeah. Thing. And he was so, good in the, like, what, three or four games that he was up here yeah. last season,
0: right? Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. It's, <sighs> I, I can, I can see the argument both ways. I, I would prefer to have him in Abbotsford and just like, just playing him as much as possible now. Yeah.
1: There. And like, I mean, that's like a good problem to have. I, I yeah. just think like. Fords and like defensemen can get into the league at a young age. And yeah. I, I'm kind of starting to think that like Corey Crawford, Corey Schneider, um, Jimmy Howard, whatever, like why just wait? like letting them like, marinate. yeah, yeah. Like, you don't need to wait until he's 26 or 27. Like Jake Ottinger what? 23.
0: Yeah. And i like the idea for sure of, of having kind of a one, a one B thing. Um, and, and, not riding your goalies as hard, yeah. Too, and it just sure. seems like where the league's going, right? Yeah, especially and, this, like this playoffs, right? Like it's definitely like that. And so. then, then
1: the other thing too is like, I guess Spencer Martin did perform a lot better in Abbotsford, at, mm-hmm. like especially to like the tail end of the season, like into the playoffs. Like, yeah, he got that shutout. He was very quite good in the game that I watched him play live, yeah. etc. Um, so like. Maybe you can bring him back as the the backup, but we also saw what happened last year when Demko got hurt, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, it does the team have the best chance to win with Spencer Martin being the guy that's playing? He, Spencer Martin games was like, or whatever, d-
0: decent in the AHL playoffs. A couple of games he played, and he was like pretty hot down the stretch. I think, yeah. Um, but obviously not good in the NHL. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here this it is. year, Martin so.
1: uh, had a. Nine three five in his last twelve starts to finish the yeah. regular season, and a nine two nine in the uh, four starts he made in the playoffs. So that's very good too. Yeah,
0: um, it's just not as sexy as Silov's. No, no, and and I think Silov's is like as a fan definitely more exciting because he's a younger player. He's like homegrown. You know? Yeah,
1: well, it's to be like tournament MVP at the World Championships yeah. at like was it twenty two? Yeah, yeah. Like, look. Okay,
0: you're back. All right, now. we're back. Uh, so Presu- presumably producer Dan uh, has fixed that
1: yeah. uh, audio issue there. So yeah, if not, <laughs> well, you guys get to hear us talk it out. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: what else is happening with the damn Canucks? Um, I mean, not this is like we are approaching. It's kind of a obviously it's not the doldrums of summer yet. Like yeah. that's like late July, early August, where just like absolutely nothing is happening. But in terms of like Canucks news, there's not a lot. I guess the main focus now is just the playoffs, and uh, and then the draft coming up after that. Um, But there's not really any major Canucks rumors happening. No, Um, Um, I guess we which is fine. uh, I don't know. It's so boring talking about like what could the Canucks
1: learn from these playoff teams I know Like it's it's just this has all been like I legitimately
0: think nothing I think they should just like come up with your own thing you want to do and do it like even if it's fucking stupid at this point like don't (laughs) if you're if you're chasing what other teams are doing you're always going to be behind Right? so yeah I I think you have to settle on one thing and even like, fuck, even if it is a stupid thing, just like whatever, even if it's like Mike Gillis being like, we need to start targeting overage players in the draft. Like, okay, fine. At least it's something like original you're trying, right? Like I prefer that to, (laughs) oh, we're chasing the Boston model. Oh, we're chasing the LA model. Oh, we're chasing the Chicago model. Like whatever, like don't stop chasing, do your own thing. Like become the model. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'd like to see as the Canucks. I want to see them. You want to see them forward think. Which, well, I mean, that would be great. I want to see them think, period. Forward thinking would be a, a, a bonus. Um,
1: Man, yeah, I, I, it's I <laughs> it's so funny looking at cap-friendly. Because they've, they've changed it They should it call now. it
0: cap-unfriendly when I'm looking at the Canucks page.
1: <laughs> so they've changed it. So it's now for like the 2023-2024 season. Yeah. God, dude. <laughs> uh, the Canucks are projected cap hit of uh, $84,168,750, which is... $668,000 over the cap. They're the only team in the red with uh, 18 of 23 contracts. Uh, um, God. I guess, so the good news is the, also Tampa's the second most.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, hey, we're up there with Tampa. Yeah. That's pretty the, good, right? Another
1: non-playoff team, the Calgary Flames. Yeah. Um, Vegas Golden Knights.
0: Okay. Good team. Okay. Yeah.
1: Boston Bruins. New York Islanders. Edmonton right. Oilers, Washington Capitals, Dallas Stars, St. Louis Blues, Los Angeles Kings, Philadelphia Flyers, um, Minnesota Wild, in-cap hell, $9 million of space.
0: Only yeah, Minis- Minnesota though. is in, they're they're in trouble. I mean, I think that's why, like we said before, the, the the most the Canucks can hope for right now is is being Minnesota, basically, which sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah, good. Yeah,
1: I mean, like, i take it. Right, sure, they, they, they yeah. got some some playoff games, not yeah. bad. Ugh. Their their dead cap money is like at least still playing for them. God, that's damn. true. Yeah, the fucking Carolina Hurricanes are two million dollars underneath the
0: cap floor. Oh my god! I guess they have Aho to sign for net for the season after, but like, <sighs> even then, man, I really wish we had a. A well-run forward-thinking think, so, team,
1: man. A little inside baseball here. We're going to have Koa on today, but we're recording this on on Memorial Day in the states. So he he's drunk at a barbecue right now and didn't want a drunk drive home. So yeah, shout out to Koa for being responsible. Yeah, but I did want to ask him, like, what is it like supporting a team that has cap space?
0: I mean, I feel like yeah, because even when the Canucks were good, they didn't have cap space. No, it's like which was fine because they knew how to like navigate their way around it right but when is the last time they had a lot of cap space and did something smart with it <laughs> matt Sundine. yeah i guess or like or or airhoff they had a decent amount of cap space i think when they yeah. traded for airhoff and got him for like pennies I, on the dollar right so louis erickson oh uh, well, that, well that's what i mean i mean they had cap space then and completely fucked it up right yeah and, yeah, and yeah. obviously before the oel trade they were Going to have a lot of cap space within a year. Ike man, oh, I know this is fucking every episode. I know, I know you guys are tired of hearing it, but goddamn, that is the worst trade in franchise history and one of the worst trades in the history of the NHL, like by a long shot. It's fucking crazy how bad that trade is. Jesus you know, Christ! I would like to know from any of our listeners who are not Canucks fans, and I know there are yeah, uh, several of you and, and a lot of you are in the in the Discord. What is your team's OEL trade? Ooh, I think I think for Philly, it's it's. Ristolainen, because yeah, they traded for him and bad. then re-signed him, yeah. which is like two stupid moves in one, right? Um, I think uh, like I don't know, like Buffalo Leno was pretty bad, although he's that maybe was a more signing
1: their, though, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and he's maybe more there, so he's more their Louis Erickson probably, right? Yeah, um, I mean yeah, Huberdeau
1: is probably going to be a pretty bad one. But like that isn't a contract that was signed when they acquired it. That's the fucking thing about OEL is they knew exactly how much money they were going to be paying him, and we're like, "Yep, yeah. this is good." Yeah. Like, uh, what's oh. a team that's acquired a contract that bad?
0: Uh uh well. No, wait. Did Chicago sign Seth Jones when they tra- after they traded for him?
1: Ooh. I think they
0: did. Let's see. seth yeah, Jones Seth Jones contract. is like
1: way more serviceable than OEL, though. Oh, yeah, but it's I mean, it's still a, it's still a bad really contract. bad trade.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. Seth Jones. He yeah, no, he signed with Chicago after the trade. Okay, yeah, but it was like um, RFA or whatever. Eight years, 76 million dollars. <laughs> so bad. You know what contract is looking I mean. You know, this is. I'm not. Everyone knows this at this point, but the uh, the Darnell Nurse contract. Yeah, that's looks one I was going to bring so, up. So <laughs> so bad. Holy shit, it looks bad.
1: And I'm, that one goes on for another seven years at nine point two five. So he's going to be thirty five by the time that I, contract expires. I, I love
0: that because Edmonton should have a good team, and I mean they do have a good team. Yeah, but clearly. like, but but like that has like total like. I love that they have completely fucked themselves with with a contract like that. Like, it's so good to me. That's yeah. It's beautiful. I uh, mean, the Canucks have fucked themselves with horrible contracts too, but they suck ass and I have no expectations for them. I can't imagine how pissed I would be if I had hope and expectations for a team and they were totally crippled by a horrible contract like that. Like, imagine if the Canucks were good and made the OEL trade and it just completely screwed them.
1: Yeah. Like, is that they, better, the Canucks suck
0: and they made the OEL trade, least, so it doesn't like, hurt as bad. But the, yes and no, because
1: the Edmonton Oilers at least have like things to cheer for, right?
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, I mean I've mean, i talked about this a lot where like the, as a sports fan, the absolute worst thing you can have is hope. But I think the Canucks have been so bad for so long at this point that like, I wouldn't even mind having a little bit of hope. Like, yeah. It wouldn't, like, it wouldn't be the worst it, thing it in the world. You,
1: it keeps it rolling. You it keeps know? you
0: sort of sane as well. Like, I mean, I know you get crushed in the end, but like, I'm, I am so I am tired of just being like fully negative, no hope. Giving up as soon as the season starts. Like I, I would like I would like a little smidgen of hope. I think that would be nice, you know, if that's not too much to yeah.
1: ask for. And <sighs> that's just where you get to uh well, if OEL bounces back and Besser oh, bounces God. back and <laughs> Silov plays thirty five games with a nine twenty and oh. Demko doesn't get hurt and they're able to find a third line center for cheap that's actually really good, then Find themselves in the first round of the playoffs, baby. Yeah, <laughs> man. Oh boy, is Dallas going to do it? Right. We should talk by, about. By that, the time you hear this episode, you'll know whether they've done it or not. But I uh, hope they
0: do. It would be cool to see. I mean, I don't want we're going to the NBA. I, I hope Miami pulls it off and and, yeah, and yeah, fuck takes Boston. things back. I, obviously, any Boston team. You don't want any Boston yeah. team winning. But it is kind of cool that we're potentially going to have to maybe comebacks from down three games to none, which is crazy. Although it does seem like, I think just like, because of like parody and stuff that does seem to be happening a lot more than it used to. Right. Like, it seemed like that never happened. The The first in, in any sport, the first time I remember that ever happening, and this is a team coming back to win, obviously, was the Red Sox and Yankees. Yeah, yeah. I remember the Red Sox won pretty vividly. That's like the most famous one. But yeah. like it, the fact that like, because it happened to Boston the year before they won the cup. Yeah. Philly came back. Yeah. Yep. I think it happened. Oh, yeah. It happened, with, it happened with Vegas, too, didn't it? Did they come back or did they did they fuck up? That, I think that they, that I they lost to San Jose I thought didn't they and and I think it happened to San Jose with LA as well so I feel like it it definitely maybe it's just anecdotally but it yeah. seems like it's happening a lot more often It
1: feels like it it happens a lot more now than it did like in 2002 or whatever Yes for sure yeah and maybe that yeah. is a parody thing like I, The thing too is like Dallas is a pretty thin team but when they get depth scoring they're quite good Yes. So they've just been like getting depth scoring, right? So yeah. we'll see if that can continue. I think it is really interesting that it's going back to Dallas for game six, right? Like, yeah. I would have, I would have bet a bunch of money that, uh, that uh, Vegas was going to finish it off at home in game five.
0: I, I really, I really want Dallas to, to, well, I want Dallas to at least force game seven. I think Vegas, Florida, as a Canucks fan is good because, um, Obviously, uh, if you're a Canucks fan, you should be hoping every other team wins a Stanley Cup before the Canucks do. Yeah, um, well, because you want to be the you want to be the worst at something. I mean, that's all that's all it comes down to. As a Canucks fan, I want to be the worst at something, right? And, I mean, I'll take a Canucks uh,
1: cup over them not winning one. Sure, but like, that would be that given would be the nice. current but, trajectory. But, what you're saying is is the more likely outcome. Yeah. yeah,
0: realistically, I would like to. I would like to cheer for by far the worst team in the league to cheer for, which I think we are right now, yeah. although it's close with, with a couple other teams like Arizona, obviously Philadelphia, but I would like to, I, I don't want it to be close. I don't, I don't want people to be like, well, at least you're not so-and-so, right? I want every other team to win a Stanley cup before Vancouver. Cause like, realistically, I, I don't think the Canucks are ever going to win a Stanley Cup. It's just not, I just don't think it's ever going to happen, but I want every, I want Columbus. I want Minnesota. I want Nashville. I want Arizona. I want Ottawa. I want Winnipeg. I want Florida. I want Vegas. I want Seattle. Did I say Minnesota? I said Minnesota. Who have I missed? Buffalo, of course. Is that San Jose? Is that everyone? Um, I'm trying to I think
1: that's maybe I, I found this like this crazy um and a Wikipedia article. Yeah. And there's like a stat on here that uh has blown my mind. You okay. know how long it's been since the Edmonton Oilers won a division championship? No. Thirty five years. Jesus Christ. They haven't that's won crazy. the division since eighty six, eighty seven. That's how is that cr- possible? <laughs> like they've won cups <sighs> in there. Like uh,
0: then it's that's been crazy.
1: Thirty four seasons for the Islanders, thirty one yeah. for the Los Angeles Kings. Also crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, Blue Jackets never won one. It's been twenty two years. Uh, and then it goes down. But where's Vancouver? Ten ten years for Vancouver. We're working okay. our way up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Wow, it's been fifty nine years since the Toronto Maple Leafs won a uh Presidents Trophy. Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, uh, uh I just, I, I, I don't know. Finals I, I, just, I, 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 it sucks. I just want the Canucks. Obviously I want them to win a cup, Yeah, but I, but realistically I don't think they're ever going to. So I, I want them to be the worst <laughs> at something. I'm just looking at the list here. So Buffalo hasn't won. Florida hasn't won. Ottawa hasn't won. Toronto has won. I, I know it was original six, but they have one. Yeah columbus hasn't won uh arizona hasn't won minnesota nashville winnipeg and san jose and seattle and vegas so i I did get all of them um one two three four
1: five six seven
0: eight nine 10 11 12 yeah 12 teams yeah you know what i kind of forgot about i'm just looking on i was looking at a list of nhl teams just to make sure i didn't miss anyone and they have uh they have the GM listed, the head coach listed, and the captain listed. And I forgot the Canucks don't have a captain, so that's something oh, to kind yeah. of look forward to in the off season. I'm hitting my way to Quinn Hughes. I think it Quinn Hughes I for captain, it,
1: baby. I He's think it might man. be Quinn
0: Hughes. He was talking a lot to the media towards the end of the season. Um, he sort of took a bigger role. It'll be Hughes or Patterson, I think. I mean, if they give it to JT Miller, I'm just gonna like lose my fucking mind. But there's no way they will. It's gonna be Hughes or Patterson. It has to be um, Hughes' captain would be pretty sick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Here's something the Canucks are best in: um, closest, closest approaches without winning. The Vancouver Aww. Canucks, Aww. one win short in ninety three, ninety four, and in two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. We remember those well. And then Aww. actually, our our brothers in pain: the the Buffalo Sabers, two wins short, seventy four, okay. seventy five, and ninety eight, ninety nine. Um <sighs> God! Yeah, yeah. Canucks <laughs> made the finals three times, haven't won. Only team, and then Buffalo uh. twice etc etc um another uh another crazy thing this is just an NHL history podcast now yeah the leafs haven't been to
0: finals in 55 years yeah that's crazy huh yeah they are i mean look being Leafs fan is is tough. I think I think they could maybe be part of the sad club. I think you could maybe give them yeah, maybe. But you know the fact that Depends any argument hire. with <laughs> any any argument with a Leafs fan online as a Canucks fan they will bring up the fact that they they've won a cup. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So He's like sixty like, seven. Oh, yeah. So I I you know I think if, if anytime you can use a cup win as an argument, you can't be a member of the sad club. So like even. If you're the Leafs, even if you're the Flyers, the Islanders, whatever, like I'm, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to. My my belief is, if your team has won a cup before, you're not allowed to complain about anything. Yeah. I know that sounds like psychotic. Yeah, I don't, but don't
1: care if you're a boy, you're the same age as me and have seen your you've never seen your team in the finals.
0: Yeah, if there's a picture of your team holding up the Stanley Cup, you're not allowed to yeah. complain. about If anything. there's a banner
1: in your arena, yes. Sorry,
0: sorry, that's just, that's, that's the, the rules. I, I, I've seen Oilers fans who are like our age, who you know, who haven't don't remember them ever winning a cup, right? Yeah. And it's like, but I I don't give a fuck. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I I would take legitimately. I would take twenty years of the Canucks missing the playoffs Halfway for them there. to have for them to yeah for them to have won a cup before I was born, just so I had a little bit of a little smidgen of bragging rights, you know? Yeah. Like, it, as it stands, there's nothing. There's nothing yeah, at it's, all.
1: It's the uh, it's the damned. um it's the Calgary flames thing. They won an 89 yeah. I'll
0: be yeah. around for that, but I would, lo- like, I would we love have that. our
1: one.
0: Oh, give me a Canucks, a random Canucks Stanley Cup win in like 1978. You know, I don't give a fuck. That's fine. That sounds great. Like, Oh boy. Yeah. Harold <laughs> Schneps just couldn't bring it home, baby. Oh, I hope I hope they do something stupid uh, this week so we have something to talk yeah. about on the bonus episode. <laughs>
1: and if not, we'll have like the
0: finals to talk about. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe we could do another video episode, watch some old highlights or something. It'd that would be, be fun. We'll yeah. figure
1: it out. But yeah. whatever we decide to do, uh, you can find it at patreon.com slash I hate this team. Also, if you'd be as kind as to leave us a nice review on your podcast app, that helps yes. the show as well. Uh, by nice review I mean five stars. None of this, none of this four star crap. Um, but yeah. Other than- Here I'm gonna just write this down for Dan. We're back again. Uh, all I said was go Canucks go. Well, I, I, I guess I guess
0: Discord just did not want anyone to hear that. No. Oh well. <laughs> go, hey, go Canucks go. We hate go this Canucks, team. Go Canucks go. I hate this team. Thanks, Thanks for Bye 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 everyone. <laughs> I'll be alone,
1: dancing, you know it, baby Tell me your troubles and doubts Giving me everything inside and out Love strange, so real in the dark
0: Thing of tender things, what we're working on Slow change may pull us apart When the lights get into your heart, baby Don't you
1: forget about me Don't, 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 don't Don't you forget about me
0: Will you stand above me? Look my way, never love Falling, rain keeps falling down Touch your defenses Vanity, insecurity
1: Don't you forget about me I'll be alone dancing Dancing, you know know it, baby Going to take you apart I'll put us back back together at heart, baby. baby Don't you forget about me Don't, don't, don't,
0: don't, don't you forget about me As you walk on by, will you call my name? As you walk on by, will you call my name?